Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome to the next edition of the big broadcast. We are live coast to coast. Border to border on iHeartRadio today and AMFM247.com. Tune in, iTunes, and you can find us each and every day over there at J-I-G-G-Y-J-G-U-A-R.com. That's JiggyJaguar.com, and we are going to go to Blaine Pardo, who is going to join us here in just a few seconds. And, uh, he will be live with us here on our big program, and uh, Blaine Pardo is going to be with us here in just a few seconds. He has got an incredible, incredible book. And this book is absolutely amazing. It is fantastic. Pick it up online. Blue Dawn, the most chilling what-if history, the progressive overthrow of the United States. And Blaine Pardo joins us today here via the magic of the old Skip Skype. Yes, the old Skype, Rooney. And uh, so, Blaine, talk to us a little bit about this book. This is a fantastic, fantastic read, my friend. Well, thank you very much. Uh, what I really tried to do with Blue Dawn was, uh, it was written prior to the election, was to say, well, what if the progressives just decide to overthrow the government, um, <laughs> literally swarm the White House and swarm Congress, and then look five years down the road at, at what they would have created in this pro- a progressive socialist state and how people would react to that. And that's really the foundation of the book. I, You know – there's so many nonfiction books out there that kind of talk about this sort of thing, but I thought putting it in a fictional context makes it more digestible, more readable, more you know enjoyable for conservatives and readers. Well, it is a great book. Take me through the writing process for this book. <laughs> Hours of watching television to see what the progressives really were laying out for, for this country. And I've been working on this for a couple of years, making notes and things along those lines of things that I think would kind of tie into this book. And then really looking at what kind of characters, uh, to me, it's good to have a storyline, which I, I had a good idea of what I wanted, but you really have to have solid characters that can carry you through all and take the reader kind of on a journey and to me i always think the characters are the heart and soul of this so i focused on creating solid characters and then i really wanted to kind of tie it into the plot and there's a lot of machination that goes on i'd love to tell you there's some secret formula for writing a book like this (laughs) but a lot of it is just kind of working through in your head and listening to the voices of the characters and seeing where they want to go so we tell the story from a lot of different perspectives we tell it from a person whose father you know kind of rebelled against this early on this progressive takeover and was sent off to a social quarantine camp and Eventually he dies, and and the son is kind of thrust into the father's legacy. We have two former Secret Service agents, uh, one of which who is organizing an outright rebellion and one who's been in hiding. Um, We've got, you know, 
just some wonderful characters that I think take you on this journey. We have one rogue operative of who works for the government who is betrayed by, by the new American government, which is what they've renamed America in the book is new America. And those characters take us on a, on a journey and I, they end up, it's fun because you play that games of throne. It's kind of uh, mix and match where you put characters together and, and put them on different journeys that really help you kind of create that context for the reader. That's awesome. We have got a great guest with us today. Blaine L. Pardo is with us. He has got a fantastic book out there, Blue Dawn, the most chilling what-if history, the progressives' overthrow of the United States. Now, is is this um, written from the perspective of someone who is who is watching all of this take place, or is this written from different characters' perspectives? How, how did How did you put this book together? I really wanted to tell it the story through the characters. So it's written through their perspectives of what's happening. And it's the only way to really contextualize some of this. Otherwise, it gets kind of boring if you say, well, we have social quarantine camps. You know, they've changed the flag. They've done away with our changed the the faces on our currency, you know, things like that. If you say those things just flatly, they they don't resonate as much as someone who's actually in that universe experiencing it. So it's really an alternate history, but it, it really is the characters' voices that take you on this journey and what motivates them and what their perspectives of what this type of government might actually look like. And so far, it's gotten really good response, especially from conservatives, obviously. Well, that was going to be my next question. What, what's been some of the advanced reviews and, and everything you've gotten on the book so far? Well, it, you know, the reviews have been very positive, uh, mostly because it resonates as a conservative political thriller. Um, and it's, you know, so many of the dystopian things that are written are written against conservatives. They're, they're the dark side of conservatism carried to the extreme. <laughs> it's pretty rare we get something that really clicks with conservatives that go, oh, that's what this would look like. Holy crap. <laughs> uh, yeah, I had one person I, that, that posted a review and it got taken down because they didn't actually buy the book, as it turns out, but they said it was Proud Boy porn. Um, so I'm going to assume <laughs> that was a leftist Lord. Uh, who, who went off the rails on that. But, uh, you know, it, I think for the most part, it hits its target audience, which is the conservative reader. That's great. So tell me about some of the different characters in this book. Well, I, I have two characters that I like, and they're both female, and they're both very strong females. Uh, one is Charlie, who was the Secret Service person assigned to the president the day they stormed the Capitol. And it's her journey as a, as a long and arduous one because she's the only person that really knows the true fate of what happened to the president. And we, I don't reveal that until near the end of the book, uh, so I'm not going to spoil it for your listeners at this point. But, you know, Charlie has to go into hiding and to assume new identities, et cetera, to, to survive. And part of this is the shame that she feels because she's, you know, failed in what she's done uh, and the redemption she gets when, when the United States of America does get a little bit of its start of its restoration in this. Um, the other character that I absolutely love, strong female, is, is Kaylee. Um, 
Kaylee is an operative of the National Security Force. Um, President Obama actually proposed at one point nationalizing the police forces. And a lot of people forget that, but it's one of those things I kept note of. And so we do that in this book because, again, I'm going to give the liberals everything they ever wanted. (laughs) And she is an operative of that that organization. And as an operative, she is a person that is, is a James Bond type character. She has a license to kill and is often sent to eliminate the enemies that stand against the progressive government. And from her perspective, she's doing her job and she's very masterful at it and she's very focused on that. But what we really see with her is she realizes she's being played throughout the book and to the point where they finally turn on her and and she flips, she takes her skills to the other side. And I think that is for character growth and part of the character arc. It's just a fantastic moment for me. And it's, it really lets me do this. And I really wanted to focus on strong females in the lead, you know, because I, I think a lot of authors tend to write when they write political thrillers, they always kind of stick, you know, main leads as men. And I'm like, yeah. the men play a role in this and there are some strong men in this, but I really wanted characters that were female who could look at things from a completely different perspective. Fantastic. It is a great book. We are chatting with Blaine Pardo today, author of Blue Dawn, the most chilling what if in history, the progressive overthrow of the United States. And Blaine joins us today here on Skype. So, Give us the profile of the typical reader who's going to love your book. Is it going to be primarily conservatives and independents? Or? I think it's conservatives and independents. I, I don't think if you're in the left, you're probably going to pick this up and go, this is this could never happen. You're, you're painting a doom and gloom. You're trying to scare people. You're blowing things out of proportion. I think if you're a conservative in our country right now, you're feeling a lot of pressures against you. We've seen that. I live in Virginia. You know, we've seen this assault on education. Uh, and I praise Terry McCullough for seeing exactly what he was thinking um, and what his party believed when he said, you know, parents shouldn't have a role in education. We're seeing that kind of an affront. We've seen our works censored. We've seen our Twitter accounts disabled. Um, We've seen censorship. We've experienced the totalitarianism that's out there already. And I think if you're a person, you know, one of your listeners is out there going, you know, I've felt this myself. I felt like I was, I'm not comfortable with everything that's going on. I don't like the direction that I'm seeing the left go. This is a book for you, and it doesn't matter if you're conservative or if you're in the middle of the road. If you're not comfortable with the way things are, take a look at how bad they can be, and and that's really what this book offers. Well, the book is amazing. You've put a lot of time and effort into this book. What do you want readers to take away from your writing of this great book, my friend? To me, this sets the stage for an American Civil War. And I've already working, I'm on book four already of the follow-up books to this. Um, You know, to me, I always think that we're in a state of war right now in many respects. Uh, The difference is 
while the left has declared war and is waging the war, the right doesn't quite realize it yet. It's kind of that pre-9-11 state. Until the towers went down and the Pentagon was hit, we didn't realize we were at war with, with you know, Islamic fundamentalists. And that's kind of the state we're in right now. And I think that's what kind of clicks with people as you go through this is this is something that could lead to something even worse, which is Americans going up against Americans. But, you know, in the last two years, how often have we already seen that? We've, you know, we had people turning in people who weren't wearing masks or in Michigan, they turned in somebody who was out, a neighbor turned in somebody who was out mowing his lawn because he wasn't (laughs) self-isolating. So worse. We've had the government lie to us about the number of deaths that are occurred in nursing homes different governors, multiple governors now have done that. Um, you know, we're all kind of feeling those pressures. And I think that's where, I think when somebody reads us, that's one of the things that'll really click with them is that, you know, we're, we're being manipulated right now, but it can be a lot more. Well, it is a great book. Um, why do you think that this book will appeal to readers? Well, it's different. And most political thrillers try to set things in contemporary age, and they they rock the boat with political threats that are out there. But most of those threats aren't domestic. You know, they they a good political thriller will always have the Russians as the bad guy, the Chinese, the North <laughs> Koreans. Yeah, you know, it, it's the usual cast of characters that that comes out. Um, from where I sit, what what I think kind of clicks with this is it it, it makes us different is it looks purely in this book at the domestic situation so the good guys and the bad guys are all americans but they're on completely different sides of the fence and they're all very dedicated to their cause and, and their beliefs and you know, I, I used a lot of my background writing military history books and things along those lines to kind of make this authentic and make it palatable for the readers. That's awesome. Well, uh, before we before we let you go, my friend, how do we get in touch with you online and buy the book and, and everything else? Well, I'm on Twitter. It's BPardo870. Uh, you can reach me on Facebook. You just have to look up Blame Pardo. I'm out there. I have a blog that I do some stuff on. Uh, feel free to reach out and engage with me. Um, and, of course, you can follow me on Amazon.com. You know, Look at the books that I've written, and I encourage you to purchase them. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, wh- before we let you go, what's next for you as an author? You, you mentioned you, you've been working on multiple sequels to this already. Well, I have a science fiction book coming out uh, that has nothing to do with politics, um, hopefully in the next month or so. And uh, the first sequel for Blue Dawn will be coming out sometime mid-year. It's called The Most Uncivil War, and that will be followed with uh, A Confederacy of Fear. And uh, so the books are lined up, and they're at the editor and getting covers made and we're going through the process. So there's awesome. quite a bit more coming in this. <laughs> That's great. Well, Blaine, this has been fantastic. I look forward to chatting with you when, when the next book arrives. And uh, thanks for joining us today. This has been fun, my friend. Thank you very much. Appreciate it. There he goes. That is Blaine Pardo. And uh, he joins us today here on our big program. We are going to take a brief time out. 
When we come back, we've got more coming up. On the other side is the Big Broad. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.